Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in and listening to Unspoken Logic. I'm your host, Michael. Let's get it started. So in recent podcasts, I've spoken about uh, different operations of military exercises that the United States military and also worldwide different uh, countries, uh, United Nations, have been participating in and are planning in the uh, near future. The CDC is funded by the pharmaceutical industry. The World Health Organization is funded by the pharmaceutical industry. The FDA is funded by the pharmaceutical industry. The fact-checking is funded by the pharmaceutical industry. The media is funded by the pharmaceutical industry. We know that Big Pharma has ties to Israel. We know that the media has ties to the CIA and vice versa. They're one and two the same. These groups do not have your best interests at heart. And they'll do anything to make a dollar, to control, twist the narrative, to keep you divided, to keep you from knowing the truth. Whatever you believe this construct is, whatever you think is going on, it's way bigger than you and me. And it's way above your pay grade. The people who should be fighting for our freedom is that of American citizens serving in our armed forces in our very own military. The people who are fighting for our freedom well look no further to Canada. In Canada, we see truckers, as of right now, January 31st, there's over 50,000 Canadian truckers in Ottawa, Canada. And they're not leaving until all of the mandates in Canada have been lifted. If you look at the Canadian-Montana border, truckers are blocking the Alberta-Montana portion of the United States-Canada border Temporarily, in which they temporarily open one lane of traffic for locals to pass through before closing back down. Police demanded that the truckers leave and special units were brought in. The truckers voted to say no. They will not move. They will stay and they will keep fighting the good fight so that people can have choice over their bodies and not have their daily lives impacted by this nonsense that we're seeing, that we've seen for the past two years. In 1964, the Democrats held the longest filibuster in history and it lasted 75 days to prevent the Civil Rights Act. What does that say? 
even though they're one and two the same, the left wing, right wing, still the same bird, it's that false illusion that the other side is better than the other when they're just masked a little bit differently. I think we can all agree the main thing that we want going forward is to live our lives and not be coerced into getting something that they still have not done any long-term studies on. You have the Pfizer CEO coming out and saying that the spread of misinformation on COVID vaccines are criminal. You have Trudeau, who two days before they were going to make their way and arrive in Ottawa, said that he got the new Peterbilt variant and that, well, now his two kids have it. And he had to go into quarantine. He's fled the country. He's not there. Because he knows that the fringe minority, this little fringe group, which is another way to control the narrative, that people don't want to be free. And it's exactly the opposite. You have the mayor of Ottawa coming out and saying that it's extremists that are there, that they're vandalizing and these protesters that are going in and ruining their city. They're pushing a narrative trying to criminalize people that want freedom. And they're going to do it to you. I guarantee it. There will be a time in the next, I would even venture to say within this next year, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to speak up. You're going to have to be very vocal if you want your freedoms to remain intact. And if you've sat around and have done nothing, if you've sat around and you were scared, that's okay. Because a lot of people have a mentality of a very non-confrontational uh, demeanor. They don't want to be messed with. They don't want to be inconvenienced in any shape, way, or form. But you have to realize that when it comes to everything that's going on in the world that we're seeing today, you need to step outside of your comfort zone. You need to step outside of your comfort zone and say, okay, when do I make a difference? And sometimes it's better late than never. Doctors are coming forward and discussing that they're seeing a massive spike in cancer. The DOD has come forward with its own statistical data showing that they have massive spikes in cancer, myocarditis, pericarditis, HIV, AIDS, people dying from the vaccine. And this is from the DOD. This is a separate entity that reports. It's only employees for the DOD. Government employees. So I ask you, who are they trying to take out? Who do you know, government employee-wise, that has gotten the jab? And then I'll ask you, what would you say is their immunity like? How's their health? Are they getting sick a lot? I'd venture to say they probably are. The same doctors that are coming forward and saying there's a massive spike in cancer are warning there is now 20 times the normal average of certain types of cancers ever since the Operation Warp Speed injections that were first introduced. And who pushed Operation Warp Speed? Trump. He was a huge advocate. He pushed for it. He got the coronavirus. He went and got the jab. After three days, he rose again. Where have we heard that? If you've read the Bible, you know what happens on the third day. Imitating Jesus. Since the last time I've 
kind of brought up anything to do with the jab or the quote-unquote virus, England has passed COVID measures to end face mask rules. Different places, you know, in the UK, the Czech, Japan, now Israel, all want to drop their COVID vax mandates and green passes. Suddenly, now we're seeing the truckers. Everything I feel like is very methodically planned out. They have simulated the same thing numerous outcomes numerous probabilities different outliers that prove that no matter what situation arises they have a counterattack. they know exactly what's going on if they banked on this which i'm guaranteeing that they have banked on the truckers doing this it's going to cause massive food shortages now you're seeing in Belgium, they're no longer recommending the Moderna vaccine for those under 31 due to risk of heart inflammation. You have different mainstream media coming forward now, uh, specifically Fox News saying natural immunity was six times stronger during the Delta wave than vaccination, according to a new report from the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. So now you have all this backtracking and backpedaling and trying to save faith in something that's occurring when we all know it was only to get the push to scare you to get it. And now that we're two years in, we're going to start to see a lot of people die. If not, I would even venture to say that by, and mark my words, there's going to be a new variant, mark my words, 2029, except this one is going to kill massive amounts of people for real. And these people are going to be the vaccinated. 500 million people. You do the research, you look at the statistical data, the numbers are there. And you may ask yourself, why is Canada starting this quote-unquote revolution that isn't televised? And yes, the saying the revolution will not be televised, well, you're seeing it. Because a good vast majority do not even know what's going on in Canada. You're starting to see the same group orchestrate a D.C. convoy. Thousands of U.S. truckers to protest vaccine mandates. Truckers in the United States are getting ready to follow the lead of their Canadian counterparts and form a convoy that will travel from California to Washington, D.C. This is only happening after 50,000 Canadian truck drivers formed a 45-mile convoy to Ottawa this week to protest the government's vaccine mandate. The same mandate issued by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, who is requiring the non-U.S. essential workers, such as truck drivers, to be fully vaccinated against COVID. If they are not fully vaccinated, they will not be allowed to cross land borders from Canada or Mexico. The American truckers formed a Facebook group that, as of Sunday, has more than 67,000 members. They support freedom, and they will do this and stay in D.C. until the mandates are dismissed and no longer a thing. Quote, unquote, we are part of many large groups who believe in our founding fathers. We believe everyone has a voice. We support our freedom. Help us spread the word about this group. And together, we all can make it a better place. God bless America. The group has not yet announced its start date but says the convoy will be scheduled soon.
Never in a million years did I think Canadians would have more grit than gun-toting, patriotic Americans here in the United States. But yet, here we are. I'd like to play an insert from Michael Palmer, MD, Professor of Biochemistry, and his input on what this is. I'm going to speak briefly about the um, toxicity of the COVID vaccines, in particular of the mRNA vaccines. This is really a technology designed to poison people. That is my considered opinion as a medical doctor. Working in biochemistry, teaching pharmacology and toxicology. They have two components. One is the messenger RNA, which contains the blueprint, in this case for the spike protein that occurs normally on the surface of the virus particles. And the idea is to sneak this messenger RNA into our own body cells in order to have them make the actual protein to which the immune response, uh, the system then responds. The second component is the lipid nanoparticles, right? These lipids, fat-like molecules, they encase the messenger RNA. And they serve two purposes. One is to protect the messenger RNA while it is in transport, and secondly, also to help it enter the body cells. There are several different components, and one of them is so-called cationic or electrically positively charged lipid, um, is known to be quite toxic. They tend to, once they are inside a cell, to disrupt the mitochondrial respiration. We have to assume that just as with radiation, there is a total dose limit, total lifetime dose limit that you can survive. What that means is the total lifetime dose of these messenger RNA vaccines that you can tolerate before you die is limited. We don't know the exact amount because there are simply not enough experimental data, right? That's actually one of the uh, great scandals of these vaccines is that no proper toxicity studies have been carried out before these were rolled out and applied worldwide to the population. In principle, we can be quite certain that the total dose of these vaccines that you can tolerate before you die is limited. Whether there's 10 shots or 20 shots or 8 shots, nobody knows. So this is really a technology designed to Also, another insert by Dr. Lee Merritt and a book that you can find titled Murdered by Injection, The Story of Medical Conspiracy by Eustace Mullins. Apparently there's these big mice outbreaks in Australia that just occur overnight. So they want to to decrease the mice population, mouse population. So they, they captured a bunch of these mice, they, they injected them with these self-disseminating vaccines, and then they that sterilized the mice by killing the, the female ovaries. Then those mice went out into nature and they shed on other mice. It's not apparently airborne, and that's a point about what's happening to us now. It's by contact. So they shed on them, and then those mice became sterile, and then they, they the bigger group, and then they shed on yet even a bigger group of mice, and they became sterile, and then it kind of petered out in the population. And if you look at how those self-replicating self, uh, rep, self -replicating, um, 
immunogenic contraceptives, they're called, how they work, they, it's built just like the J&J vaccine. They're DNA, these were DNA vaccines that were made out of a, what they call a replicant deficient species specific virus. Yes. And it was meant to shed and to cause problems with other viruses. And they have another paper about the numbers. If I want to decrease the, the animal population by this percent, and I know the birth and death rate, this is how many people are that was a Freudian slip, how many animals I have to capture and, and inject in order to have it go through the population and sterilize and, and decrease the population by this amount. To me, that's a very worrisome study, especially when you marry it up with a Japanese study, and it showed that these agents, which everybody in vaccine research must have known about, the people that say they thought it stayed in the arm have to be lying, um, and it showed that these things... Um, uh, distributed 64 times in the ovary versus the skeletal muscle. Why do I say they have to be lying? And I'm sorry to say that, but either you've been, comp I don't think you could be this clueless if you were really involved in the de development of this stuff. Because once in February of 2020, and like I say, I'm not involved in virology or, bi or any of this stuff, but it was easy because I can read science. I went back and I looked when they started talking about vaccines, I started looking about the basic science, how they were doing this. And at that time, the Novavax site, Novavax makes this lipoprotein coating that houses the DNA that's the, or an RNA that's the, that's the, the genetic component of this. These were developed to be genetic therapies and oncolytic therapies. In that regard, you can't have them just sit in the arm. And you also can't have them just randomly go places. They have to be targetable. And Novavax, they call it the, the beautiful, you got to love this name, the, 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 this lipoprotein coating that they've developed is called Matrix M. And they bragged about how it was, it was targetable. So we have a targetable agent that goes to the, that, that now is going to the ovaries and that is very similar in construction to this depopulation of mice agent that was done for these with these emerging infectious diseases and to take it down the rabbit hole one step further i will tell you my belief now having read all this stuff for a long time i don't really think emerging infectious diseases exist like we thought they did i mean when i was in medical school in 1976 we talked about tropical diseases but we didn't use that term emerging infectious diseases that all started with this whole ebola hiv all this stuff coming out of the jungles in africa in the mid 80s and what was happening then there was project coast in south africa and that's and that was a bioweapons program that was targeted at the black community that we we had people involved with um, Larry Ford from Los Angeles specifically, who's dead now, a lot of, a lot of suicides around this. But uh, through the Truth and Reconciliation Committee of Desmond Tutu, we've learned a lot about it. And they were developing uh, genetically targeted, racially targeted bioweapons. And uh, they were testing it on the black community. And that's when all these so-called emerging and infectious diseases came out of Africa. And it, it all is kind of after we signed the bioweapons treaty that, Nick, uh, that you know, Nixon signed and we got it cross for 176 companies but and we theoretically shut down our statewide stateside bioweapons program but did we offshore it i mean i'm just saying there's a lot of things that have been going on that when you really put this all together this didn't start 10 years ago 20 years ago it started 40 50 years of that but i will tell you this that when this thing first started being talked about and the and this vaccine started started rolling out a friend of mine from philadelphia sent me this paper and it is it's in pubmed you can find it i've got it on my site and it's talking about the racial specificity of the ace2 uh, pathway
And, you know, that's where the spike protein hooks on is to the human ACE2 pathway, which we don't have any coronavirus anyplace else that does this. SARS didn't do it. MERS didn't do it. Just this one. So I think maybe SARS did it, but but or, but it, it didn't. It wasn't any other pathway. So the or any other coronavirus. So this thing um, was designed with this hook to get it in the ACE2 pathway. And if you look at the ACE2 pathway upregulation, in other words, how active that pathway, just like insulin receptors are active, the ACE2, ACE2 receptors are active or not so active, it is racially different. Now, I'm not making any judgment here. I'm not telling you what this means. I'm just going to tell you the facts. If you look at that paper, the, 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 the people that have the most upregulation of the ACE2 pathway, because some of this is kind of surprising, are white Caucasians from Europe accepting Finns, not Finnish. And it's about 56% upregulated in those people, as well as in non-African blacks. 50, 56% upregulation of the ACE2 pathway. Then it drops down to 39 or 36% blacks. And then it drops way down to 10% upregulation in Asians and Finnish. I mean, I thought that was kind of surprising. Who knew that the Finnish are genetically not the same as everybody else in Europe, but they have some genetic differences apparently. And then it drops down to zero. And the zero upregulation are two groups, the Amish and the Ashkenazi Jews. There it is. I mean, I'm just, I'm throwing that out. You can, you can just, that's the fact. So the facts are that this is a bioweapon. And like I said, there's a reason why they want everyone together. And maybe that's what they were banking on that people would get together in large groups. So they could either initiate some type of frequency that would activate this bioweapon and give the graphene oxide a positive charge, or they want it to spread via protein shedding. This is all way above my pay grade. And everything that I'm piecing together is strictly just based on the evidence that I've found. What I do know is the following. Under 21 Code of Federal Regulations, Section 50.23 and 24, it is illegal to make anybody participate in an experimental program using coercion. That is, in fact, how in U.S. law, we actually embraced in U.S. law the Nuremberg Code. So coercion is illegal, and we need to call it coercion. We don't want to call it leverage. We don't want to call it pressure. We want to call it the illegal act that it is. It's coercion. And that becomes important because under 18 U.S. Code, Section 2331, and then subsection 802, um, inside of the definition of domestic terrorism, is any time a U.S. citizen or a government in the U.S. is forced to do something that it would not otherwise do, that's also not only coercion, but domestic terrorism. Now, this conversation and every other conversation, I encourage people to, in fact, take those two laws, and when they are met with somebody telling them they're supposed to get the shot, actually ask the person and record this use your phone use a recording device record the conversation and ask if they are are in fact violating 21 code of federal regulations 
Section 50.23 and 24, are you interested in doing a civil violation of the law? And if they say yes, they're cool with that, then say, are you willing to violate 18 U.S. Code Section 2331, which says that it is illegal to coerce a population, and that is a felony, and the felony has a 99-year prison term with it. Wow. And so here's the problem. We need to arm ourselves as a big community to not only do what we've done, and by the way, kudos to everyone who has done the resistance up until now, but now we have to arm ourselves with the very weapons they're using and throw them back. I always say the metaphor for me is if somebody throws a hand grenade at, at you, pick it up, pull the pin out, and throw it back. Um, they've given you the hand grenade, use it. Um, what we need to be doing is we need to be informing ourselves, and most recently, Patrick, and this will be a punchline I get to at the end, but I just put all of the felony statutes and all of the felony evidence into a single document that everybody can use, everybody can reference, and just go to your employer, to your local grocery store, to your local theater, to your local school board, whatever it is, just say, hey, which one of these felonies do you want to be implicated in? Because all of them carry 99-year prison terms and up to a $100 million fine. So, and that's $100 million fine for an institution. So it's actually a big deterrent. And as we have been manipulated and coerced as a population, we now need to actually take the offensive position and say, stand up, be informed, and provide the eight felony counts that you can ask any employer, any business, any anybody who's trying to push the mandate, which one of these felonies do you want to now be liable for? If you go to either of my websites, FullyLiveAcademy.com. That's Fully Live Academy, all one word, FullyLiveAcademy.com or DavidMartin.world. If you go to either of those two and click on the Attorney General link, what you'll get is actually the criminal uh, indictment template, which has all eight felony counts that are actually listed right there. And you can download those, as I encouraged people to do yesterday. You can print them off. You can send them certified mail to your U.S. attorneys, to attorneys general in your state, to elected officials in your state, to school boards, to anybody who's doing a mandate and say, you are now on notice of felony violations. And guess what? The courts are, in fact, going to ultimately deal with this issue. And if you have gathered evidence in your own coercion, and your own manipulation of the things that have been foisted upon you, you will actually be part of the class that one day recovers those damages. So I say stand firm, inform yourself, get evidence, and take action. Action must be taken. It's time to figure out what side of history you want to be on. A few more things before we uh, wrap it up. I just wanted to go over them. Uh, we have our Brazilian president, Bolsonaro, telling his citizens, everyone buy a gun. Armed people cannot be enslaved by the elites. China has revealed plans to launch 13,000, there you go with the numbers again, 13. 13,000 satellites into low orbit around the Earth, sparking concerns of spying China. Claim satellites are for 5G internet. We all know what 5G can do. 
If you want to get an idea as to the organization and how long they've been looking into this and how coordinated, go to U.S. Northcom organization chart. Type it in. You could also find the Defense Coordinating Office integration. Here it separates the United States into different subcategories and divisions. Which one are you in? Because they break it down. And this is coming straight from the JTF CS 101 brief. All right, different regions, 10 different regions on how they're going to separate people and send them off to where they need to go if they don't comply. The NORTHCOM contingency plan states under COM plan 3591, pandemic influenza regional. Then under that you have COM plan 3551, pandemic influenza global. This is all part of their plan, their scheme. Go to Google, type in NORTHCOM operational plans, pandemic and endemic by William M. Arkin. This was published April 16th, 2020. From FEMA to provide civil support. If there's any entity that should have been ready for coronavirus, it's NORTHCOM. Operation Warp Speed, Everyone take the needle or bite the bullet. Operation Warp Speed was a public-private partnership initiated by the United States government to facilitate and accelerate and development of manufacturing and distribution of COVID-19 vaccine, therapeutics, and diagnostics. The first news reports of Operation Warp Speed was on April 29, 2020. The information has always been there. You just need to piece together the information. Phase zero, shape perception and influence behavior. Phase one, support USG efforts to prevent or limit the spread of the virus. Phase two, implementation or additional pandemic preparedness measures. Wear the mask, get the jab, do as you're told. And a final thing I'd like to say, stock market has been very 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 volatile negative in the morning and positive at night and we've seen these patterns time and time again uh, during each recession period it's not good it's not good and each year that we've seen a recession we've seen the price of oil skyrocket and jump up to 136 to 140 dollars a barrel now According to the Economy Forecast Agency for oil price forecast, as of right now, oil is at $74 a gallon, give or take. It's going to fluctuate. By July, we are seeing the price of oil jump up to $103.45. And it will progressively start to increase. April will be in the high 90s. Like I said, April, all those operations that, that they're preparing for, what are they really preparing for a mass collapse of society as we know it because by june july and like i said august what is going to happen in august if you listen to my podcast i mentioned what's going on in august we're going to see 137 dollars a gallon game over collapse we will see the downfall of the Western civilization. They've been planning this for a very, very, very long time. 
and we're just the pawns. I know we've covered a lot of information, but there's a lot going on. And if you can start to piece together every bit of information, everything that I've been talking about ties in together as far as the end of what these people want. The first thing you need to do is get angry and understand not only are they coming after you, but they're coming after the world that your children will have to live in. Do something. If somebody asked me if I could say words of encouragement or advice, I would tell them you're going to die. Make your life count. Do something. Make a difference. But hey, you make up your own mind. Until next time, keep it logical.